1: So nice to be back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT with Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Although, David, it feels as though we just finished uh, one conversation or one lesson or one example of why uh, the listening audience needs to um, absorb what what you're providing in terms of information. We're right back at it. It's a very, very busy time as 2021 gets underway.
2: Yeah. Again, we, you know, we made a very strong commitment to our audience to make sure that um, you know, we're providing great en- you know, education and um, lots of information for people to make good decisions. I mean, think about this, Joe, right? You, know, you put 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years of planning in place to get to retirement. And then we end up with a year like 2020, And a year like 2021, we don't know, right? Now, I will tell you, I mean, I hear from a lot of people, oh, man, I can't wait for 21. You know, I want to make sure. Um, Yeah, we know there's going to be changes in 21. There's no doubt. 2020 was terrible, but there was lots of lessons to be learned in 2020. You know, like back in March and April, you know, we really got 20 of 20. We really got a good glimpse into what could have happened to people in their retirement. With the declines in the market as bad as they were, really, nobody anticipated how quickly they were going to snap back. But if you ask yourself a question, what if they didn't? What if it went the other way? right? What if we went into a recession? What if we saw unemployment stay at those levels? What would your retirement end up looking like? Now, I I don't want to you know be the bearer of bad news and you know hang the sword of Damocles over people's heads, but our job is to help people prepare. So in today's show, we're going to prepare. All right, we're going to help with a lot of different things. I mean, we are looking forward to a new year. I would say probably more than usual. Uh, we know COVID's going to be with us, but you know with the you know hopefully an improved rollout and you know we get to that herd immunity and all of that. That'd be nice to see that happen in 21. So we know we've got another COVID relief bill that President Trump signed in $1.4 trillion. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, what could happen with healthcare? care, right? That's always a big concern that we hear from people is worrying about health care issues. And then we see Social Security's got some changes, right? The cost of living adjustment for 2021 is 1.3%. So that's that's a bigger one than normal than we've seen. Brad, what was it last year? Do you remember offhand? It was 1.6%. Oh, okay. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's
3: uh,
1: 2.8, the one before. That's so why it's, we're, it's going yeah, on the wrong trend. That's
3: why we're a team. That's it. <laughs>
1: Well, in the new administration coming in, I will tell you from the street, just people on the street, general water cooler conversation. People are concerned about 401ks, about the tax bomb. They are so concerned about the plan of the new administration after. The current administration leaves office. It's a legitimate and a real concern.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And regardless of what side of the fence you sit on, right? So whatever 2021 brings, it's important that people need to set goals for themselves and create a plan for achieving those goals. What we're going to discuss is what's in the new stimulus plan, what's new in 2021 for Social Security, Medicare, retirement account contribution limits, some of the biggest retirement risks. We're going to talk about that near the end the show, and what elements really create a good comprehensive financial plan. As always, we try to provide tons of information. We do it complimentary. We do it customized. uh, We do it, obviously, confidentially. So if you're ever interested in talking to us, you can set up a discovery call, 215-798-9088. Again, that's 215-798-9088.
3: So let's talk stimulus bill, shall we? So 2021 is here. Uh, I would say started off with a bang, to say the least. Um, but here's some of, the talk, some of the information for the uh, stimulus bill. So we know that the legislation provided $600 stimulus checks to qualifying Americans. There was talk of $2,000. Right now, they settled on $600. So what's that mean? So individuals with 2019 adjusted gross income of under $87,000 and couples filing jointly with income of under $174,000 will receive that full amount. Beyond those limits, stimulus checks will be reduced by $50 for every $1,000 exceeding the... There's a phase-out method, basically. Uh, There is relief for workers and businesses. It includes the $300 per week enhanced unemployment benefits. It continues the Paycheck Protection Program of Forgivable Loans for Small Businesses, otherwise known as PPP. And it includes emergency unemployment benefits for self-employed individuals and what they call gig workers.
4: I feel like we're going to have this topic again later in 2021, what's in the stimulus bill. <laughs> we talked about it last year. We're talking about it again. Again, if you're a listener of the show, you go back a year ago, 20, $23 trillion in debt. We're now over 30. Think about that. We've grown the national debt by almost 30 to 40% in less than one year. And there's no signs of it stopping. They talk about there's some uh, new laws in the stimulus plan um, related to health care, um, where they talk about now that healthcare providers need to come up with what is, quote unquote, a fair price for people that have gone through this pandemic where they're incapacitated of and you might be in an out of network of uh, physicians. So how, how, what's the right way to do it? Um, the, even with you're having a lot of uh, physician's assistance, especially in rural America, where they're having more difficulty being paid. So again, the whole system is trying to be streamlined to make sure people um, are being taken care of as quick as possible. Another big change, um, similar to 2020-21, you're now able to deduct, again, up to 100% of your income if you give it away to charities. Again, telling you what's on the horizon if the government's already doing this for you. The big thing that we want people to be listening and being prepared for, we saw it last year in the spring, are the changes we haven't even seen yet. Especially when we talk about required minimum distributions, they are back for 2021. We're getting a lot of calls. Hey, I know part of the CARES Act. I don't need to take my request. Yes, you do now for 2021 as of today. Stay tuned if that change happens again. And that's it's, it's such a big deal because we just don't want to hear about all the noise that's going on out there. It's preparing for the change that happened like we saw last year and what we believe is going to come into the future as well. We have to be ready for change. Change is inevitable between taxes, between inflation and everything that's going on in this country as money continues to be printed. Taxes and inflation. Taxes and inflation. I feel like that's going to be our new theme here for 2020. It reminded me of a client last year, part of the SECURE Act changes that happened in December of 19 and had it related to the CARES Act. Um, A gentleman came and met us at at one of our workshops, and he was due. He was set. He was getting ready to take out his required minimum distribution of a little more than $150,000, okay? Big number. And then all of a sudden, the CARES Act came out, and this was a lot of listeners and a lot of people that came in as part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review had the same mindset. They said, awesome, no requirement minimum distribution this year. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, there was actually an opportunity to do something. Because what we had done during the calendar year of 2020, even though he didn't have to take a required minimum distribution, was to be proactive. And we are being proactive from a tax standpoint. Because guess what he was worried about for 2021? what is required minimum distribution was going to be all over again and there are so many listeners that are on here i'm sure listening today or you may have thought about how do i be proactive for us it was taking action talking about a roth conversion what we had ended up doing for this gentleman um, who had lost his uh, wife a couple years earlier so he was already paying now in the single tax rates and he was watching everything play out with the stimulus package going from 23 trillion to over 30 trillion dollars and he goes brett Taxes have to go up into the future because how do we get out in front of this today? And I said, hey, we need to help that RMD out for 2021. What we had done was we had taken almost 30% of his IRA assets and we did a Roth conversion in 2020. We did it under the tax regime that exists today. Remember, we talked about the blue wave last week about taxes having to go up into the future. So we started taking action today while taxes are low. There's proposals 2022 about RMD tables changing, okay? We don't know for the good or for the bad yet. But again, take action on things that we know today here in 2021 because what's 2021 going to set us up for? 2022 and beyond. So this is all about knowing, okay, here's the new normal. I see things are changing again. Do not exhale and rest, is realize there's a lot of interesting times, there's a lot of unsettledness, there's a lot of uncertainty. While we do have certainty on some numbers like taxes, where we know required minimum distributions are going to go up, um, where we know that as you continue to get older, they're going to continue to go up. How much more of that are you going to keep? Well, if taxes go up, you're going to keep that much more less. We need to be ready for these changes, like the stimulus bill that passes on to us. And if you're a listener saying, you know what? Yeah, you're right. This might be coming again. Knowing that the national deficits now increased by almost 30% in less than a year, and there's no signs of it stopping. We just said $1.4 trillion. It's why we offer those complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Reviews, because if there's anything that I just mentioned, oh my gosh, minimum distributions are here. Do I have to take it this year? Maybe you don't, but it's going to be coming into the future here at age 72. There's no time to act better than today where we have certainty on low tax rates where if you're like that gentleman where we could take 30% of your IRA assets, convert it to a Roth IRA where you never have to take a required minimum distribution ever again in your life and your family gets those benefits tax-free, why wait till taxes go up into the future? So my encouragement is if something that I just shared with you or how David or Karen started the show off today is please reach out to us at 215-798-9088. Again, that's 215-798-9088. What's great, you don't have to be emotional. You can be rational. It's here January. It's the beginning part of the year that we can start to have this dialogue because things are going to happen again in 2021 and we have to be prepared. When something happens, you have to take action. So again, reach out to us at 215-798-9088.
1: Here's a good way to take action. The workshops resume one 19 uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Uptown Hall in Langhorne, PA. Wednesday, the 20th at Normandy Farms in Bluebell. Taxes in retirement. I want to stress to the listening audience, uh, everything at the workshops on location are COVID compliant, limited seating, uh, up close and personal, limited seating. We'll get to a commercial break. Back in a moment. And let me, re- as we return, let me give you the phone number, 215-798-9088. If you want to register for one of the two upcoming workshops, and I will remind everybody, David, uh, throughout the show, nice to be out and about. COVID-compliant, limited seating, uh, are two good venues that are very spacious, very big Oh, as well. absolutely. Yeah. And
2: they're great places, no, no doubt about it. You know, as, as I was listening, Brett, uh, during our last segment, it, you know, a thought came to mind related to required minimum distributions. And, and again, it's not necessarily, like what you don't know is the things that could end up harming you, right? So I remember sitting last week with somebody who did not take their required minimum distribution uh, last year. And when I calculated for them what the projected required minimum distribution for this year will be, they were flabbergasted. Because think about this for a second, right? If they didn't take that money out last year, right? That stayed in the market, And at the same time, even though we had a big market decline at the beginning of the year, we had record highs. So the performance of that portfolio has increased so dramatically over the last nine, 10 months. And on top of it, not taking out a substantial distribution. Somebody in their 70s thought they were doing the best thing possible. But now, this year, they've actually, because of the consequence of that, created a bigger tax dilemma for themselves. So again, you've got to think through these things. That, that, that's such a small little, hey, you know what looked like a really good idea? maybe wasn't the best idea. That's where bouncing these information, these thoughts, these questions, these ideas to somebody who's a fiduciary with 30 plus experience, you at least can get the information to make a decision. Yep, that's what I want to do or nope, geez, I didn't even think about it that way.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense, and I'm glad. Uh, as I look at this segment, I'm glad to see 401ks reference there. I got a text from somebody after the show last week. Last week about the what's going to happen to their 401k or what they think is going to happen to their 401k um, with the new administration. We're back to that. It,
4: it, it's real. I mean, and you gotta you gotta be ready and you have to be prepared. So I mean, I mean, let's talk about some of these changes that's new here in, in 2021. When you start talking about IRA and 401ks. And this applies to both traditional and Roth. Again, limits increase to $19,500. And then for those of you over 50 years old, it's an additional $6,500. We talk about IRAs and again, Roth IRAs. If you're under 50, $6,000 contribution limit. And again, an additional $1,000 if you're over 50 years old. And then we start talking about uh, SEP IRAs or individual 401ks, you can put up to $58,000 into your account for 2021. And another thing that's back in 2021, we're going to talk about it a lot this year, I promise you, there's RMDs.
2: Yeah. So again, a lot of planning on there. And are we at a stage that we really want to keep contributing? Or do we want to maybe stop contributing and start using Roth? Do we want to exacerbate that tax consequence down the road? These are questions that have to get answered. Uh, Social Security is something that, you know, everybody has questions about. Uh, we know statistically that 50% of the people who start Social Security started at the earliest possible age of 62. And we've talked many times, maybe not recently, but you know, 567 different types of election choices to really maximize that benefit. So, what we do know for 20, and I was correct a little earlier, cost of living uh, in 20 was 1.6%. In 2021, it's 1.3%. So, like Brett said, we're trending downward again. Uh, In 20, earnings up to $137,700 were subject to payroll tax. In 2021, this amount is going to be increased to $142,800 and the social security trust fund was projected to run out in 20 uh, 2035 mm-hmm at which point about 79% of the benefits would be able to be paid out at that particular point. So a lot of questions can get answered related to social security. Some of our advisors here are national social security advisor associated, meaning they've taken specific exams that they had to pass to be able to give quality information related to social security.
3: And then, of course, we have Medicare. There's changes in Medicare for 2021. Uh, some of you listening out there might have already noticed that your um, Part B that you pay either on your own or you pay from your Social Security check actually went up. It's now $148.50 per month instead of 144.60. dollars um, If you happen to have a Medicare Advantage plan, then you need to, uh, you're able to change your plan around up from now till March 31st. Um, And as David and Brett were talking about, 401k, 403b, SEP IRAs, and David's talking about Social Security benefits, and now I'm talking about Medicare. What this tells you is that retirement and your advisor have to manage more than just your investment accounts. If you're looking at everything as a whole, we got Medicare, Social Security, and then your investments as well. Medicare itself has, when we meet with people for the first time, they have a lot of questions about everything. But Medicare sometimes is, there. they don't understand it at all. But there's Part A, there's Part B, there's Part C, there's Part D. And what is really important that I have seen happen more than once, and I've seen it, I would say, almost frequently, is somebody who has an advisor had to take money out of an IRA account two years ago. This is what um, Medicare does. They do what's called a two-year look back. So in 2019, if your income limit was above what they call uh, they have income limits. If it, it's above a certain income limit, you're gonna end up actually paying more, but two years later. So you get this letter in the mail from uh, Medicare saying you owe now an additional, normally the first bracket's an additional fifty-nine dollars and forty cents per month on top of what you're already paying, which is a hundred now, it's one forty-eight fifty plus fifty-nine forty. And that's per person. So if you're a married couple, it's based on your income. If you're a single person, it's based on your income. Why is this important? Because in retirement, you have to plan for your medical and Medicare expenses. It's just a big part, just like you plan for traveling, just like you plan for every, everything in your budget. Medicare is also part of that. And we understand that what you do uh, over on the left side has an effect on the right side, just like when you take Social Security benefits too early. It not if you're a married couple, it not only affects you, but if your spouse is planning on taking a spousal benefit, it affects them as well. So now that 2021 is here, it's important to think about your plan for the new year. If your finances looked a bit different last year, the question is what will you do about 2021? How much will you contribute or distribute from your retirement account? Uh, How much uh, should I start Social Security? When do I start Social Security? Do I have to take Medicare at 65? These are all questions that we can answer. So give us a call, 215-798-9088. We'll do that, Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Uh, We can start with just a discovery call, and um, it's worth your time. 215-798-9088.
1: Is the decision when you take Social Security the one area where there is not a do-over? I know there's a short period where I think you can reverse, but once you make the decision, you live with the decision, correct?
4: That's correct. I mean, if you file in the first year and you change your
1: mind, that's your only do-over. That's it, Krause. 12 months. After that, you're stuck. 215-798-9088. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and Brett Elam. Uh, one more time, two workshops next week: Tuesday, the nineteenth, at seven p.m. at the Uptown Hall in Langhorn. Wednesday, the twentieth, also at seven p.m. Normandy Farms in Bluebell. Uh, both conversations are about taxes in retirement, and again, COVID compliant. Limited seating. I actually feel as though it's a great opportunity to have one, not one on one time, but a real, intimate, uh, a real intimate discussion at the workshops.
2: Yeah, Joe. And um, yeah, we're going to deliver, right? No doubt. We, I mean, there, there's no doubt there. Um, c- uh, a couple quick things. You know, even though the markets are at all time highs, statistically what we know is that 65% of the folks listening to us today. Don't necessarily believe that they have seen a total recovery and all the benefits that people are talking about that were derived from these market improvements. And um, you know, after each show, we get tons of emails that come in. We get phone calls. You know, here's here's just a couple very quick questions that we tend to get. How can I supplement my social security benefit if I don't have a pension? How much market risk should I be taking on five years before retirement, when I retire, and five years after retirement? And what can I do now if taxes really are going to end up rising in the future. So I would really encourage listeners to hang in here till the end of the show today because this segment and the next segment are really going to be strong on answering those types of
3: questions. Okay, so like, let's listen here. So if you, the market drops and you're retiring during what we call a bear market, you might see your portfolio recover as the market does but you will also see a reduction in the overall return of your portfolio because of how much you had to withdraw early on when prices are down. So again, it matters if the market is down and then you start taking money out at that time, it really does have a significant impact on your retirement funds. When you withdraw funds while your portfolio eh, portfolio is losing value, it can have a negative effect on your returns throughout retirement. Retirement is long-term. So you need to understand and be prepared for this. But it doesn't mean that you can't retire during a bear market. You just have to prepare for things like this happening in retirement.
4: Yeah. So I think about that retirement risk and and what Karen just said, what's the worst thing you can do is pull money out from when the market goes down. And if you think back less than a year ago, the CARES Act, remember we talked about the CARES Act just a moment ago, did not have to take out a required minimum distribution. Why did the government do that? They saw the market going down. They didn't want you having to pull money out at the same time the market was going down, which is a lot of where that rule came from. Again, be conscious of that. That's one of the biggest risks that when we hear people come in as part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap, they're they're worried about the market. Another risk they're concerned about, I live too long. And especially we start talking about uh, social security, break-even analysis. We get our spreadsheeters that come in here. This is We're going to talk about longevity risk here for just a moment. I want the listening audience to please think about this. You have a couple age 65. Mrs. Actuarially supposed to live till 85. Mr. Actuarially supposed to live to age 82. Okay? (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. This dot, dot, dot's important. There is a 50% chance that one of you at the age of 65 is going to make it to the age of 92. Not 85, not 82. I said 92. Not sure which one of you, but 50% chance that one of you makes it to the age of 92, or pardon me, a 50% chance and a 25% chance that one of you makes it to the age of 97 years old. Start thinking about that. The risk that you are taking on by one or if not two of you living longer it makes every other risk that much more magnified. The market risk, like Karen said, we know we're going to see that many more market risk if we continue uh, to live longer. What happens uh, to health care, long-term care costs as we continue to live longer? Social security. If we make that irrational decision, an emotional decision where I'm just going to start it early – all these things become magnified because we make emotional decisions that don't understand how and if it can affect me when myself or my partner is not passing away at 85 or 82, but going all the way into their 90s.
2: Yeah, and then, let me take politics out of this next part, not considering administrations or anything like that, but here's, here's what we do know, COVID-based, market-based, all the different things. The national debt is expected to exceed the size of the entire U.S. economy next year.
4: Might be worth reading again.
2: Right? I mean, that is unbelievable. And in my presentations that I do at these seminars, I share kind of a a slide that shows gross domestic product as compared to the U.S. national debt. And it looks at it over the past 100 years, and you see these spikes. And when you see those spikes, we tend to see, number one, a bear market, and at the same time, we see taxes rise, which is just really not a good combination. So the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is set to expire at the end of 2025. A lot of really good things came out of that uh, for businesses and people, right? Really good strategies. Now, a change in leadership in Washington could mean that it's going to probably expire sooner and other types of tax increases could actually be possible. There's a lot of people walking around right now going, well, I heard $400,000 of income, so, you know, I don't make that kind of money, I'm okay. And what you got to understand is what, you know, what the headlines say, you got to go beyond the headlines and you got to read the article and you got to see where in there can it impact you. We got things like the elimination of the step-up provision on cost basis. They're not going We could spend a show on that. The consequences of families have saved money for years and years in real estate and different things like that could tend to be wiped out because of that elimination of that step-up provision. Um, these are ways, and, and, and again, I'm not a conspiracy theory person by any stretch of the imagination, but you wonder, you just wonder sometimes maybe we are so free spending with our debt at a government level right now because the plan is between inflation and tax increases maybe the u.s government can pay off all its debt maybe it can pay off all its debt maybe it can pay off china's debt maybe i I don't know joe i really don't the challenge is nobody knows Right. So you got to kind of plan for that. So, you know, when we talk about these types of topics and in our upcoming segment, we're going to talk real about how you can set yourself, not just for taxes. We're going to primarily focus on investments, because if a market does correct, I mean, I don't know, folks, are, are you watching Tesla stock? Are you seeing that Elon Musk has become the wealthiest man in the world? I'm not saying it's a good company. I'm saying it's a bad company. Right, But when General Motors sells a car and has a $9,000 profit on the car and Tesla sells a car and there's a $200,000 profit, uh, you know what I mean? Something just doesn't jive. Just sensibility has kind of left the planet. Um, so you got to kind of plan for that. The easiest thing to do, just give us a call attend one of our workshops. Um, We're going to talk about risk and portfolio in a second. Go to our website. There's a great link there that'll allow you to get an assessment on your portfolio risk. It's called Riskalyze, thrivefinancialservices.com, or call us for one of the discovery calls, 215-798-9088.
1: As we go to the commercial break, I want to uh, remind the listening audience, Thrive Financial Services is local, office right in fort washington i think you said last week david on last week's show ten thousand was the number over my career over your career uh, of clients
2: uh, of people that we've shared our that, ideas that you've with. shared you with which, yeah.
1: is, which is just incredible uh, again one more time 215-798-9088 we'll get to our final commercial break back in a moment and welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you so much uh, for listening uh, this Saturday on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
4: Yeah, in our final segment, we're going to discuss uh, several elements of a retirement plan um, and how they all work together. But before we, we do that, we just want to talk a little bit about us. Again, we believe in helping our clients out for all, 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 such an important word of their as- all aspects of retirement which means covering all your future needs and goals. And again, here at Thrive, us being an independent fiduciary firm, we always act in the best interest and have the freedom to create the right plan for you because we're not bound by any Wall Street bosses, limiting simply what investments and services we can provide. And we truly do believe in being independent because it offers our clients more choices to help fit their personal needs and their goals.
3: And you just said the word their personal needs. When we meet with... Uh, a future client, either a single person or a couple. What we like to do is we like to learn what is it you want out of retirement? What do you want to do in retirement? So that's one thing is we start looking at your goals. Do you want to travel? Do you want to pay for your grandson's new car? Do you wanna buy a brand new car every two years? Do you wanna follow your favorite baseball team across the United States? And when I'm saying these things, these are examples, Joe, of things that some of our clients have done. Um, and then we, they wanna know, they have questions about Social Security. When, is Social Secu- when should I start Social Security? Do I have to start Social Security right when I retire? Don't know the answer to that, but we can help them out with that. And then they do worry about a market drop. Some think, oh, it's fine, it's not going to affect us, and some know it's going to affect them. But what we do is we take an in depth look and we take every individual question, and we really educate them on the answers and how it can affect them in retirement.
4: Yeah. So when we have people come in as part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap, a lot of those uh, comments that Karen just made are very similar comments that we have from people when they come in. And we've heard we've heard from you, our listener, where we they love this fourth segment, and we've decided that we're going to go a little bit deeper on a couple topics versus talking about a ton of them um, today. So when we talk about Um, The client here, we'll call them Tom and Margie, who are in their early 60s, who are looking to retire in the next two years. They they plan to delay their Social Security, which is awesome. We love people that are already thinking about delaying their Social Security. And they have a lot of money in their uh, uh, 401k and their IRAs. So what do they think about? Here's the one thing that people forget about all the time. And I want our listening audience to think about this a lot. Because you are being voluntold today that you're no longer working versus uh, retiring on your own will, so one risk that comes in and was which wasn't mentioned here is healthcare, 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 healthcare. If you're 61 years old trying to retire, remember Medicare does not start until age 65, and so many of you have to either you're thinking Cobra. I'm not a big big deal. I'm not going to go Cobra, gang. Please go look at the cost of COBRA and health insurance if you're going to retire before Medicare. Man, is it expensive. It's astronomical. So it's one of the things that when we sit down with somebody like this, Thomas and Margie, and we love it because they're a couple of years away from when they want to retire, which allows for us when they come in and to talk about the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, one of the important aspects of it is healthcare we sit there and show them. We keep your income. If your income, for example, Tom and Margie are over $69,000 on the tax return, you are going to pay $30,000 a year, half, half of that, almost half of that 69000 just in healthcare cost. It's one of the things that we specialize in and help our clients with, like a Thomas and a Margie, who are looking to retire before Medicare, is which bucket do we pull our money from from an income perspective because we help you navigate that health care piece that instead of paying thirty thousand dollars it might be six thousand dollars for the two of them combined could even be free another important aspect that people are not thinking about and automatically go to cobra and things like that but another important aspect we talk about is again they said they have a significant amount of money in their 401k and ira
2: Yeah, Joe, so my challenge is gonna be to try to illustrate to folks listening what I've got sitting here on my desk in front of me. And this is a risk allies analysis of a somebody who was originally, you know, just somebody inquiring about what we do. They went through our Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review process, ultimately became a client. And one of the factors for them to make a determination was this process that we took them through. So the first step of this risk allies process, and anybody listening can go do this, it's on our website at ThriveFinancialServices.com. About halfway down on the front page of the website, there's a link to get a risk assessment. And remember, I, when we started the, the one segment, <coughs> excuse me, one of the questions was where should my risk be five years before retirement, in retirement, five years after retirement? That's what this analysis does. So the first step is we send out a questionnaire to secure link. And it's a behavioral questionnaire to identify what comfort, what risk tolerance level somebody has. That's on a scale of 1% to 100. By the way you answer the questions, you're going to get that numeric value assigned to you. This particular client had a 44 on a scale of one to 100, one being the most conservative possible, 100 being the most speculative as possible. So as a 44, they were very, very, and again, this is somebody in their early 60s, Getting ready to retire. This was that's where they're feeling they're comfortable with. So the next step is we take their portfolio. I'm going to just read some things that were in their portfolio. So they had Vanguard Healthcare Administration. Uh, I'm sorry, Admiral Account Mutual Fund. They had Vanguard Windsor. They had some company stock. They had Vanguard Wellington. They had Invesco Van Campen Bond Fund. T. Rowe Price Institutional Mid-Cap Equity, Putnam Large Cap Value Trust, Goldman Sachs Small Cap Value A, uh, some more company stocks, some more Vanguard, Windsor, another company, uh, PPL, you know, good company, and then they had about 120,000 in cash. Total assets, um, you know, uh, right around a million-ish, uh, million two, million three, right around there, okay? Now, when we ran the analysis, we took a look at every single holding, how much money they had in each holding, the performance and the risk of each holding, We came up with an aggregate number of what the risk profile of that portfolio was, and that came in at a 58. So same scale, one to 100. They're 44 as far as tolerance level their portfolio was a 58, which is significantly higher. It's not crazy, crazy high like the 70s or 80s, but it's still higher than where, right? Again, this is more of an exact situation. We're not looking to guess. We're not looking the ballpark, right? This is, man, if you miss on retirement, managing your portfolio correctly, and I'll share with you in a second what that means. Now, over the next six months, the probability there's an algorithm within our software, we don't know which way the account is going to go. But what we do know is we know what the um, guardrails are. We know what the fence lines are. So in their original portfolio, if it were going to go to the plus side, they had a potential for a 20% return. If it was going to go down to the downside, we were talking 13% loss. Okay. Now, we put a portfolio together, and I'll just read some of the holdings in the portfolio very quickly. And and before I do that, in their portfolio, they had about a 2% annual dividend, and the expense ratio, right, the amount that these investments that they held were charging, not their advisory fee, that's a separate fee, this was the expense of the investments was 0.25% annually. So we put a portfolio together. We had, uh, we have all exchange traded funds, ETFs. We have the Spider Five S and P five hundred growth. We have the Nasdaq one hundred. We've got the uh, S and P four hundred. We've got the Morgan Stanley Composite Index. We've got some Treasury bonds. We got some cash. Um, you know, basically, those are the types of investments we had. Uh, some Russell 1000 low volatility in there. Um, we also had some principal protected alternative investments in there. These are things that no matter what the market does, whether it's equities, right, the rise and fall bonds, which are interest rate sensitive. We re- got rid of that risk. We got rid of market risk and interest rate risk by using a principally protected solution for a portion of their money. When we looked at the composition, which I know I've got here somewhere, just real quick, um, they were 72% stock, 19% bonds, cash, and 0.39% other. They now are 45% stock, 12.3% in bonds, 6% in cash, and 35.6% in other. Principal protected solution. We... Uh, their downside risk as compared to before, which was 13 percent. with us it's only 7.7 percent. Now their upside risk isn't as good. They had 20 percent. Ours is 14.7 percent. so I 'll ask you just as a, as a consumer, Joe, you know, would you rather have 7.7 percent downside risk to end up maybe with 14 percent to the upside versus 13 percent down risk to maybe end up with
1: 20? Me personally, I want the lower. I that, want the lower number,
2: and that's what we hear from our clients. Yeah. And that's right. So long and sh- so so. Now the portfolio I just shared that we moved this client to was risk weighted at a forty-three, instead of a fifty-eight, and the performance came out almost identical. They were both right at around a seven and a half percent annualized return. We had a smaller dividend, 1.22%, but our expense ratio was 0.05% as compared to 0.25%. So, lower risk, equal performance, better diversification, and less risk to the markets overall. That came through a process called risk Riskalyze. They just came out to one of our seminars. We took them through the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. They sat with us through three appointments. We laid out the facts side by side. We didn't make up their side. We created ours, compared the two together, and they said, Dave, it just makes all the sense in the world. What do we do
1: next? Yeah, that risk-alized is an amazing thing because it's individual to the individual or the couple. It's not a program that is a blanket correct I mean that's, that's correct. That, that that's what it's totally sounds customized like. Great show today from David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. I have time to squeeze in the workshops. One on the 19th, which is Tuesday, at Uptown Hall in Langhorn. One on the 20th uh, at Normandy Farms in Bluebell. Call 215 798 9088. Please remember, workshops are COVID compliant, seating is limited. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week
0: And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-987-2448, 215-987-2448.